Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Saturday Night Think Tank Call, advocating for activism. I'm your moderator, Ella. And this is our group, not mine. And at the top of the discussion, we will make any activism announcements, discuss any letter-writing campaigns, discuss any legal matters and or developments. The goal here is to inspire and implement ideas and come up with strategies to carry them out. I'd like to keep the call open, but if it becomes necessary to mute the room, just star 8, again, star 8, to indicate that you wish to speak. And at that point, you can mute yourself by pressing star 6 and then... Again, if you want to speak, just hit star six again, and it will unmute you. There are some basic guidelines to follow to keep the unity within the group. Number one, please use common courtesy while discussing matters. Please allow the person to finish speaking before responding. Um, I suggest keeping a notepad um, uh, close by to take notes or to write down questions while you are waiting to speak. And just be respectful is all I'm asking. Um, this is an activism call, so it's important to remember the theme of the call. But if you feel it's urgent and you need to, some immediate support, we can accommodate your request. We cannot impress upon you the importance of acting upon the ideas and plans described. Otherwise, we're just here wasting our time and energy. Something has to be done about these crimes against humanity, and so nothing's going to get done by inaction. So um, with that, I'll go ahead and get started here. I know... Um, I started working on uh, the tsunami letter writing campaign that is on uh, the 007 website. Um, I kind of I was blocked a little bit. I did get two letters out. Um, actually, just one. The other one wouldn't go. Um, so I highly recommend that. And even though I'm a little bit behind on it, um, it started last Sunday. It's still effective. You know, it's just kind of trickling, and um, you know, maybe a few days afterwards. And she has on the page, um, and you can also go to. Um, everydayconcerned.net, and that's Ramola's site. And she has directions and instructions on how to do it and where they're at. Um, and they also have a format, a letter format. I kind of made it, I tweaked it a little bit, but it's nice that there's some, continu- you know, um, some similarities within the letters. But, you know, I just think it should be a little more unique to you um, while still representing, you know, the same um, issues that go on with this human experimentation uh, program and this torture that we're all experiencing. So that's my announcement on that. I, you know, I just really can't impress upon everybody to attempt to do that the best they can. Or if you have a letter, um, go, in, go ahead and submit it. And then David Voigt is looking for a handful of people, maybe a dozen people, to partake in some letter writing with him. And I can give you his email address if you're interested. Um, he doesn't like to discuss too much fringe topics. If, you, if you're the type of person who wants to keep it pretty basic in your message, he would love to be able to work with you. Um, okay, so that's the announcements, I, the announcements I wanted to make. If somebody would like to speak up, um, let's see. Well, uh, just, uh, just a point on the letter writing campaign, and this is something that I've advocated before. This is uh, Dr. Sean Andrews, by the way. Something I've advocated for before is so whenever you send out an electronic uh, letter, an email, Make sure that you CC yourself 
preferably another uh, email account that you have because I've had a lot of my communications interrupted, never received by the intended persons. I've ever when I see myself, there's, a, there's proof that that message was sent. And therefore, it's very likely that it will be received by the intended party. So you write your letter to whoever it is. It's Governor X, Governor X at governorsoffice.com. And the CC line, put in your email address, or you can even BCC yourself, so the, the blank CC, so the person that you're emailing doesn't see that you're CCing yourself. It doesn't really matter. Uh, they're not going to really be inspecting that. But uh, it's sort of a little uh, uh, safety measure to make sure that you're not working for, for, uh, for no reason. You, know, you want to see the fruits of your labor. You want somebody to take notice of what you're doing. So I highly recommend, and I do this with all my emails, professional, private, activist emails, CC myself. I think that's good advice. What I was going to do is because Karen Stewart had also acquired some phone numbers. I'm not sure who. Some people have fax numbers, which I love doing. So I'm going to try a multi-pronged approach. I'm going to do faxes. I'm going to send an email. And there's some phone numbers. And I'm, I'm a calling, talking kind of person. So I'm going to call up and speak to someone and confirm that they've received it. And sometimes I'll just say, oh, oh if we got it, we definitely went to you know, whoever's doing the reading of the emails or whatever it is. But um, I still like to follow up because sometimes they give you a little more information or do a little research depending on what state and what city and the like. So, um, you know, and just do your best. You don't have to get, you know, if you can only do a couple that week, that's fine because getting something out is better than nothing. Um, so don't feel like it has to. we have to do this perfectly and we have to do every couple of states and the countries, you know, on schedule at the exact time. It doesn't have to be like that. The most important thing is that we're getting our messages to these designated places in a somewhat timely fashion. So um, any, anybody, do you want to give any more input, Sean? Do you have any other input that I've, in addition to what I just said? He put me on. He's working. Okay, okay, New York, I just unmuted you. If you guys want, give your name. I mean, because this is a small call. This is an activism call. If you're comfortable, um, before you speak, just say your name. Um, or you just say, just say your state. So just say the state you're from, which shows up on the board, um, or your name. That just makes it easier for the rest of us. And there's some new people on here, too, if you want. Hi, New York. Are you there? Yes. Hi, it's Rochelle. Hi, Ella. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hey. Nice to hear your voice. Did you get my email about the David Voice thing? Uh, yes, I, well, you know, I did, and I uh, sent him an email, but I haven't heard anything back from him in reference to it. But I'm, I'm willing. I told him, and and I'd like to, said you know, help out there. But I didn't get a response, so um, I'll try again, just to you know, just to let him know that I'm, you know, that I, I'm here still. But what I wanted to do is um, also piggyback on what you said about the tsunami email campaign, that they also... Um, Hold on, Rochelle, one second. I hear a little bit of background noise, so just hit star six on your phone, just just to kind of keep the background noise out. And then if you would like to speak, uh, you know, in a bit, just hit star six to unmute yourself. So if you think you have some background noise, just hit star six. So anyways, you were talking about the email campaign. Or the letter writing, yes. Catherine. Yes, to add to it, um, I, I do agree it's so important. This is about you know, a huge campaign to get our voices heard to everyone that, that could be in a position to help us and to make them 
you know, make them uh, responsible for, you know, uh, not allowing our civil rights to be taken away like, they're, like, like, like what's been happening. But they also, she also asked for uh, a carbon copy so that they can keep a rest on, you know, who to – to, to to be able to hold responsible that they were contacted. And then it gives them also an opportunity to see, you know, um, I guess. Rochelle, hold on one second. I've lost control of the board. I'm so sorry. Um, Sean, I think it's your your line that's still open. I think you forgot to hit star six, and I can't get, I can't get control of the board. Yeah, it looks like uh, Dr. Sean. Yeah, it is. That's what I think, too. Aware. He forgot to mute himself again. I'm trying to get my my computer back up here. I lost control. Come on. So Rochelle, go ahead. I'm gonna get that. You know, just to you know, for those people that that hopefully will participate in this big campaign, so all of our voices can be heard and and hopefully we can get the help that we deserve. That they ask also a carbon copy of CP, and I'm not familiar with a lot of things, but I've become familiar because I'm determined to be a part of, especially that huge campaign. And we owe it to ourselves and each other to participate. You know, no matter what you're able to do, just do something at this time. It's so important. But they ask also a carbon copy of CP, um, so to keep record on who has been contacted and who we could, if we have to follow up with, to make them accountable for ignoring us at this point. That's all this is, to make them accountable for ignoring us and to, and to, to let them know that they, they, are, they will be breaking laws also if they choose to continue to ignore us. And um, it, it's such a huge campaign and such a golden opportunity, and I just hope that everyone yeah. will take the time out to participate in it because I don't know if we'll ever have this opportunity again, you know, so um, please do. Yeah. Yes. Um, did really you get me? Me? I just want to also say I, I sent you um, a little video, um, and I don't know if you got a chance to see it, of the latest um, kind of scary situation, you know, and, and I'm kind of getting accustomed to it at this point, but it was it was a little bit unnerving, and um, you know, if you haven't had a chance, so when you do get a chance, just view it. I I sent three little short videos to you, um, Ella, earlier today. I know you're busy, but if you get yeah, a chance, um, okay. yeah. Okay, that's it for me. Okay, guys, thank you. Okay. Thanks, Rochelle, for the update and for the little uh, push to get in on that. Um, okay, to start, eight, if you'd like to contribute to the conversation, I think this is Garrett. Trying to mute. I'm really having issues with the board. They have remote access to my phone here. Okay, to my computer. Go ahead, North Florida. Hi, it's Sandra, and I I just kept my number when I lived in Florida, but I'm in New Hampshire. Okay, and we got um, to have Floridians. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to say though, with regard to Florida, it is a state where um, when I lived there and I contacted elected officials. Those things are recorded and kept, and you can get um, verification of that because it's a, I forget what the law is, right to know. So everything's open down there. So, you, so any communication you have with elected officials down there, you can get verification of that um, uh, if, if there's no other way for you to get it. So just keep that in mind. Um, 
any any type of contact with elected officials is recorded, a record is kept of it, and you can receive verification of it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So Sean, um, I guess Sean thought um, he was actually trying to help fill something. Um, he was so trying I'm to. Ba- I'm back cover. on, and like I, it sounded like. Ella, like you had on my end, I heard like dead air. You were mid sentence. You were just cut off, and oh, I was I was just trying to you know to fill in the dead air time, and no one was talking. So I'm totally you realize emba- you. <laughs> to- totally embarrassed. Um, you know, people were were probably trying to talk, but I couldn't hear anyone. So I was just <laughs> I was just thinking like, all right, let me kill four or five minutes until you can uh, you know at least call back yeah, in. Yeah, Thank you, Sean. I see what happened. He just couldn't hear us, and he was doing what he usually does, which is help me out and get the, keep the call going. So thank you. I thought maybe you were just having a conversation with someone and you were unmuted, but no, we appreciate it. Thank you. Sorry. So um, let's see here. You guys are great. Okay. What other things did I want to discuss? There was something interesting I wanted to read. Let me get to that. Um, oh, there's something I do want to bring up. I've been getting emails, um, you know, and I'm not trying to, I don't want to slander this person. I don't want to say too much that's negative, but I have concerns. Um, I had Ed Lazinski on and Derek had him on a couple of times, and I am getting um, some negative feedback, and I had some negative feedback immediately the night he was on. That's not to say he's not doing a great job for some people, but do please do your homework. You know, when you're desperate and you have very little money, Please just ask around and see if people are happy. So before you you hire this guy, talk to some people that have had him on. You know, ask for references from the community. But I, the last thing I want is anybody to be wasting money and not be happy and thinking he overcharged or whatever the issue may be. So I think it's of utmost importance. I'm just putting that out there just because I've had quite a few calls that um, people weren't happy. And, and then sometimes I know it has to do with, maybe the expectation was too high. So I'm just asking, you know, please be careful. Please talk to people that have used him before. Um, you know, I just, it bothers me. That's all. I just want everyone to be happy and, you know, and also negotiate. You know, I think I preach all the time. Just because someone says, oh, this is the amount that needs to be paid, you know, offer them something. You know, offer them something substantially lower. You'd be surprised. Um, um, some people are willing to do that. Especially if they're already working, say they're going to be in a town and they're already there, and it's no, you know, it's not a big deal for them to, um, you know, take off a little bit, you know. So, but if anybody else has any input about using him or heard anything, let's just have a quick discussion. As I said, not just slander, just objectively or your experiences. I'd really appreciate it. Ella, this is Kyle. Um, I heard that you know he is um, selling plugs for like a hundred and sixty dollars. And I think that they're just all Terra whole house plugs, and you can get yeah. those for fifty. Yeah. yeah. So I I kind of heard that, and that makes me a little leery. Of yeah, and everything he sells in a store, you can get on Amazon cheaper. That I do know yeah. because somebody looked on for the meter, and it was almost the same meter. But he says this is better. But you know, that's I understand. He has a business. He has overhead. But you know. You know, our community in general doesn't have a lot of money, so. But he's just, but you know, he's just buying things like off of Amazon and then marking them up to sell to us when we can. Or anywhere. Yeah. You know? 
Agreed. That's not, that's and also, I would rather, I'd rather suggest Dave Cases. I think he's he's such a good guy. He's so down to earth, mm-hmm. and I think his are only twenty dollars each, if that. Do you well, know? And do you yeah, know much about? Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, but it's it's different. Um, his plugs take care of high frequencies. Okay. So any kind of dirty electricity that's causing high frequencies, that's what his plug is is buffering and attenuating. Um, okay. And it, it really works. The the whole house plugs um, ground the wiring in your wall, and they they really work on ELF, the low frequencies. Um, ELF. So all. Yeah. So the plugs kind of do different things, like a Stetzer plug does something different. So, so people should research, um, you know, exactly what they're attenuating, like what kind of frequencies they're attenuating. Yeah. If, I, if I can add to that just really briefly, I did a, when we first came on the air with, with Ella, and, and again, it's my, my, my intention to bad mouth anyone who's presenting what, what I've learned. Uh, looking at his, his past, if you Google someone, fairly extensively you can see what sort of uh, litigation they've been involved in and I see that he has had several financial bankruptcy issues or a, a couple instances that have occurred in the past that have gone to court and it's uh is my opinion based on that that he's a person that probably lives uh you know can to mouth trying to look for the best uh next new source of money if you will Again, that you can Google that for yourself. You can Google his name and um, you can see the litigation for yourself. You can see the declaration of bankruptcy. Um, uh, that was just a couple of years ago, and uh, make your own judgment on that. Yeah, as well as you know, um, I am you know, and there's some opinions that he's trying to take advantage of people or trying to just work at the community a little bit. But that's just an opinion, and I I'm the last person who wants or anybody, but I care enough about the community to get to give. If, if hear it from numerous people. I gotta wonder, you know. Um, and when oh. I first had, I immediately had two calls saying this ha- this has happened to this person. This has happened to this person. I'm like, well, I'll take it into consideration. Let's see, you know. But you know, I start to get concerned when it's numerous people coming to me, and uh, I just don't want any kind of opportunistic. Um, uh, I just don't want, you know, as many of us feel, nobody wants our community uh, taken advantage by opportunistic behavior, you know, because this is a desperate community, as we all know. So that's all. Al, you were going to say something? Hey, Ella, I just want to say hi. How you doing? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be glad to slander that guy for you. <laughs> you know, these, yeah, these, you know, and I, hey, you know, and, I, and um, I got plenty of connections in Chicago. I just went out there to buy a commercial building and, and dip and dip because I, it was too too much too soon. Um, I don't like the cat. I don't like anybody who's going to take advantage of anybody. The first woman that came on here, she goes, "Yeah, yeah. I, I went to meet him and 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 I got scanned and." You know, she's some sweetheart living in Denver or something. I can't remember specifically. And then she goes, Christy, yeah, and he didn't, yeah. Yeah, and then he didn't show up. Well, you know, in my neighborhood, if somebody did that to you, just a neighborhood girl that lived down the street, you know, like say the buddy's daughter or something like that, um, I'm ready to fight. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, that's just the way I am. I'll be walking down. I'll be looking for that guy going, hey, what's up, man? This girl gave you money or whatever. You're not showing up or whatever. Are, are you out partying or something? And it's Put him in a trash this, can. Throw them in you got it. You, you got to do yeah. As far as this goes, <laughs> this type of stuff, uh, uh, I'm not even going to tell you what I'll do to this cat. 
That's what. That's all I got to say about it. You guys have a nice day. You know, that's it. Al's on. Al's on a roll. I'm not. I don't play around. I'm not. You know, nobody's nobody's doing this stuff to, to the women of this country and, and skating. Not without going through me. Yeah. You guys. You guys have a nice day. So just I agree. to add more details to what Al was just saying, and um, you know, I, I like his spirit uh, definitely. But uh, the person who came on, uh, she's from Pennsylvania, very sweet person, very intelligent, and she said that he showed up with an airport scanner, uh, looking for implants, like one of these hundred dollar like wands that you can buy off Amazon. I think the first statement out of his, out of his mouth to this person, this very sweet girl, was, "Hey, you're 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 kind of cute." Uh, it just seemed very, very unprofessional for someone who sells himself as a as a private investigator who who, who specialized in this to just immediately go to a comment uh, on someone's looks. So yeah, uh, and then um, excuse me, are uh, you guys talking about the guy from Special Solutions? Yes. Okay, just wanted to. I yeah, didn't and hear. So oh, another woman said, you know, she wasn't happy and she actually, you know, didn't want to pay, and that she got a horrifying call from. Um, I don't know. I guess she canceled at the last second. I don't really know the whole story, which is I'm a little hesitant to talk about the story. But this man says, not him himself. I guess his boss called and threatened her and called her a little bitch or something like that. So I thought that was extremely unprofessional. If that's true, I don't know. Um, you know, um, I didn't really appreciate hearing that. You know, um, no one else has told me any kind of verbal issues with them. But, you know, I really, really just get concerned. PIs in general, other than Melinda Kidder, you know, I tend to be a little, you know, leery of. But, you know, there's a lot of good ones out there, too, so I don't want to put them down. But, you know, it's just a, it's, you know, they're spying on people, and that's what they do. And, you know, it's just a fine line, you know, to find integrity in, one of the, in that kind of business. But they're out there. There's people with integrity that are in that business, and we know some personally, so... Anyways, I'm going to try and unmute you, Oregon, but every time, when I tried to unmute you, it was extremely loud. Let's see. Oregon? Hi, hi. Oregon. Yeah, hi, it's Gloria. <laughs> hi, Gloria, your phone's being very crackly. Is it really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a hack. It's a because it sounds really clear. Um, well, I just wanted to just say really quick um, about the guy in Mexico that that was supposed to have a machine that helps to get rid of the, you know, the chips. Um, I sent him money for magnets. He has He's supposed to have some really good magnets. I sent him uh, $28 for that magnet. He never sent it to me, and I called him and called him. He hung up on me, hung up on me while I was talking to him. And so if anybody wants to utilize his services, I would say be a little, you know, leery of him because uh, he just took my money and never sent a magnet. Yeah, and I know who that person is. I'm going to call him and see what we can do about that. It's been something that's been bugging me. I have no qualms about calling someone, kind of demanding them to, you know. Um, I'll give him a chance. You know, we'll call him, and if he doesn't do it, then, you know, uh, you know, there's things we can do. So, but I, I just, and I know you, and you're my dear friend. And for you to spend that kind of money on something and not to get it, it's a little. <laughs> and then for yeah. him to hang up on you, that's unbelievable. That's yes, he hung, up, he, he hung up on me. Yep, he did. Uh, and it was in December. I sent the money back in December. So yeah, we're just testing a different person. This is a guy out of Texas that has. Some, okay, right. Yeah, okay. and okay. some people liked him, and then I, of course, got some calls. Some people didn't. You know. Um, 
We just got to be careful, you know. And right. I mean, people do need to make money, and I understand that. And um, but at the same time, you know, you try to find a happy line of, um, you know, having some integrity and having a business. It's, I guess it can be a fine exactly. line. So, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. Okay. So enough about that. Unless somebody wants to contribute or has any uh, feedback. Uh, positive or negative, someone has some positive feedback, I would love to hear it. If someone is happy um, with some services like that, um, we need to hear that side of it, too. Ella? Yes. Ella, this is Teresa in Virginia, and I have a couple of questions. Um, the, the, regarding the tsunami email, I wanted to ask you, Ella, if we have uh, videos, pictures um, using detection tools to send along with some of those letters, would that be appropriate? You know what, if you really, I wish the scientists, maybe Sean will speak, um, if it really is indicative, because if it just looks like someone's behind you, that, that just means someone's behind you, because sometimes we look at footage and it's kind of like, hmm, you know, but like I've seen some of Rochelle, uh, the woman um, uh, from Florida, she has great evidence. Like, wherever she goes, there's helicopters going over her, and just she has really good evidence. So if you think it's really strong evidence, um, like if you were, if it wasn't your footage, would it make sense? To, would it see, seem indicative of something foul? Then, yeah, include it, you know. Um, or e even if it's just kind of, a, you know, something that can just shows that something's not right, um, you know, I don't see why not, you know. I think that's a really good question, and I didn't think I, about doing that. I think um, you know, you asked me if maybe I had an opinion. You know, I have a, I have a ton of video on my. You didn't know I was videotaping them uh, in the early days, so I have a ton of footage of like hidden cameras. And the thing is, you have to think like a lawyer. You know, you have to think about all right. You present this in a courtroom. You have it playing. Your video playing. You have a jury watching, and they see some. You know, two people wearing the same color shirt. Well, that's just two people wearing the same color shirt. And it so happens that maybe they scratched your head, you know. Uh, or maybe they made you know, some, sort of, some, some sort of gesture that to you means something, but to 12 strangers who are not familiar with this situation means nothing. So what you have to do, if you have evidence, you should have evidence of a crime. That is the best evidence. Someone actually breaking the law somehow. If you can capture that, uh, yeah. that's your best bet. But, you know, uh, you, the other alternative is you can have so much circumstantial evidence to point to a grand conspiracy. But with that, you need a lot of money to pay that lawyer who's going to put that all together and make a super compelling case. So, um, you know, you have to, if you, if, you, if you think you have good evidence, you have to really consider that as, all right, did, did I document a crime? And that should be your standard in evaluating how good your evidence is. And, you know, this is a crime that when I'm, I'm going to say a crime, it's not like I'm not talking about, like, what's going on with you and me and Ella perpetually. I'm talking about right there, right then, in in the 60-second shot that you have, did someone commit a crime? Yeah. And that, that's now, standard. Have you seen uh, Dr. Horton's uh, YouTube where she's using the electrosmog too? Have you seen that one? Uh, I've seen a couple of her videos. She puts out so much material. I, I, I'm really busy, guys. I can't watch them all. But her stuff is really great, and uh, she uses great equipment. Her equipment, actually, from what I can gather in her videos, 
she talked to one of the reps that sell her equipment, and he, uh, he happened to say, oh, you can just hit the switch, you know, the reverse switch, and you can actually use your detection equipment to transmit. And apparently use it as a do, a direct, direct energy weapon. I thought that was interesting. But, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I believe her measurements, and, you know, she is a physicist uh, to the best of her knowledge, and, um, you know, she probably has uh, the wherewithal to understand her equipment very well and, and make appropriate measurements. Yes, well, my videos are very similar to hers, and so I want to include them because God only knows what will happen to them if I should sit on them. So I want to go ahead and send those out with my uh, personal letter as well as the template uh, adjusted a bit for my own situation. And also, I wanted to ask if you guys were on, I believe, Frank's call last night where he was talking about the activism, the lobbying in Washington, D.C. I wanted to ask, because I didn't understand, someone made a comment about, well, what about if Anonymous shows up and if someone wants to wear a mask or something to conceal their identity, and then someone else said, well, uh, could we be arrested? So I'm not sure what, is there a group called Anonymous that shows up at lobbies? Or I didn't quite understand that. Did anyone else hear that? No, but it, I mean, it's interesting uh, analysis. So like, you know, Frank's, you know, from uh, I spoke to uh, Rochelle and she got back to me and she said that there was about 150 people showing up. And that sounds amazing. I mean, that, not just for what the, what they're doing, but for from a networking perspective, you get to see some of the faces that you talk to on a daily basis, and that's great. But uh, you know, I'm I'm moving now uh, within you know just over an hour away from DC uh, next week, and like I can make that. But my biggest fear, as a professional who just got a new job, is that uh, there are going to be people there. Who could be very discrediting? Who could? Who could? You know, if someone's yes. taking a picture in the background, who can make me look really, really bad? And right. sort of the thing with, with joining all of these these activist groups, whether it be, you know, sort of someone at the, at the extreme fringes, like you know, Black Lives Matter groups, it's like, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're part of the group. It just matters that you know there's some association. A picture can do that. So some bad actor shows up, and you know, I'm not just don't get me wrong. I'm not discouraging you from showing up. I think I think if if you have the means and you think you can make a difference, definitely go. Um, I don't I don't support all of Frank's views, um, but I I support the the good intentions behind what he's trying to do. Um, so by all means do that. But you know it, it's really just discredited. If you do show up, you just have to be very mindful about what's going on and be careful and just don't don't compromise yourself in any way. Well, that's my concern because the people listening in on the call, the perps, they do want to show up and try to discredit and possibility of arrest. They would love having everyone arrested, but I'm, I'm not discouraging either, anyone either, uh, doctor. And I just wondered if anyone knew who Anonymous is or was or is that a group. But, but my last question, I think I can't remember which call. They were talking about uh, videos and information as well testing testing equipment showing interruptions, objectionable electronic intrusions, and particularly interference with radios, things of that nature. And someone had mentioned um, a letter or the FCC should be contacted um, 
and what other entities, when you have complaints of this nature, does anyone know the best groups, the best organizations to present these things that are objectionable? Who should you go to? Where would your best, the best thing for your buck be with whatever you have that's showing interference with radio, et cetera? The FCC letter, FCC letter talk, that was me, and I've gotten plenty of, I mean, Ella has forwarded me a bunch of emails, and um, plus on the call, they, um, you know, they told me uh, they definitely weren't should. And there were a couple ca- cases. Uh, one is Hensler, uh, and there's a few others of people bringing uh, complaints to the FCC and then um, trying to pin uh, the FCC against other agencies. I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't had the time to do, uh, uh, you know, the the research justice and share that with you all. Um, the one case I did cite uh, was what was um, something I heard on one of the calls from one of the interviewers saying that some person wrote to the FCC to complain of really high levels of electromagnetic radiation and radio signals coming through their home. The FCC sent out a team to investigate, found that to be true, and their electronic harassment was diminished significantly there on after. The one thing that this person, as far as I can recall, did say is that they just didn't go to the regular complaint letter, which is the IC3 form online, uh, it's an online submission. They actually called and got in touch with a special office that dealt with, and this is off memory, I may be misquoting this, that dealt with crimes and terrorism, and crimes and terrorism, and that's why there's a team dispatch. If you just go to the regular online, you know, submission form, it's highly unlikely you know, you're going to follow up or that your complaint may even be received. And I mean, I've been I've been mindful. It's on my to-do list to sort of go in and, and try to get back to you and, and uh, respond in in a way that you guys all want. But um, you know, with me moving next week uh, and starting a new job, it's been really difficult. And also finishing out the current job that I have as a researcher, and it's been really difficult for me to find that time. But it is on my list, and I promise you all, I will get that answer to you as soon as I possibly can. Oh, great! Because I wasn't sure where I had heard that, but. You probably are the gentleman that um, I heard respond to that question because I'm most interested in it as well. So thank you much. Sure. And if you want to follow up with me, and I, you know, this is the best motivation for me is people who actually show interest. Just email me. Email me at um, uh, statecollegejustice at hush dot com. It's statecollegejustice at hush.com, and, um, you know, if I see those emails accumulating with interest, that's going to that, that push me over the line and be like, all right, Sean, uh, stop working on this and, you know, really focus on this FCC thing and do the research and get the answer to these people because they really need it. Great. Well, thank you. Sure. I see someone's trying to raise, there's an indicator line on that someone has their hand up and wants to speak. The problem is I don't see anybody on the board trying to speak. So don't think I'm ignoring you. I just don't see, maybe someone can see it on their end, but I can't see a state that has their hand up. Okay. Um, uh, Let's see. Let's check in with some people here. Huh. I just don't see it. Terry, do you want to um, give some announcement or some ideas that you were discussing? Because this is a different call, so maybe other people haven't heard what you had to say and some of your activism ideas. 
give them a minute. Terry. Sorry, my phone was muted if you're talking to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've I been figured... driving around and stuff. Yeah, um, that's, yeah sorry to, sorry to uh, put you on the spot, but you have some really great ideas, and I thought maybe you could share them with this particular group. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, um, for you guys that don't know me, I live in Portland, Oregon. My name is Terry Brewer, and I'm definitely a targeted individual. Um, I built a website called StopGangStalking.com, uh, StopGangStalkingCrimes.com, and uh, I go out and I wear a T-shirt every time I leave my place with it on. I always carry flyers with me to hand out to people that want to stop and talk to me. Um, I search the web all the time for news articles that put us down, and I put replies to them, some copies of Ted Gunderson's uh, affidavit and some other documents to them and stuff. And I, I just think that HGI, we should all step up to as far as we can go with whatever we want to do in activism. Um, I'd like to see us get some type of big group together and make like a universal flyer for the U.S. and universal T-shirt and stuff. I'm a big I'm a big fan of wearing T-shirts because realistically, um, I couldn't find any databases, so I started one at my website trying to start building a database. But th the public that we're trying to get the word out to has no idea of our real numbers. So if we wore, wore T-shirts, and I have signs on my rig, you can go look at my website and see the things that I do. But um, I even got uh, – Linda had a call the other night, and my mom, she actually got on and talked to people to help support – and I think with everybody working to do what they can do in any level, even just calling in like this is good activism. But uh, for the people that want to step up the plate, go for it. Get up there. Get some flyers. I got flyers that you can download. Um, if you've got a really good idea for a flyer, if you want to email it to me, I will put it in a PDF form and put it on the site so other people can download it. Um, I'm trying to work on a deal with a company here in Portland to do T-shirts for everybody. That's a very reasonable price. Something like uh, 15 to 20 bucks for a T-shirt, plus whatever it costs to mail it to you, and hopefully they'll make a put what you want on it, or we can come up with a standard setting, and then you can tell them your favorite website that you'd like your shirt to direct to. Um, so I, I'm just working on a lot of things. I'm nobody special. I'm just I'm just out there on a daily basis trying to help fight for everybody that's here. Hey Terry, um, Linda an email saying I asked me to tune in last night for your interview with you and your mom and um, it was date night for me so I couldn't tune in but I, I thought that you know having that family dynamic out there and listening to um, you know the story behind how she came to believe you was interesting it'd be cool if you gave us a quick synopsis of you know I, I don't know if the call was recorded but give us a quick synopsis of how that went down uh, at, uh, on Linda's call um, between you uh, and your mom telling the story. Yeah, I believe Linda did um, record it. I think Kyle said he was going to ask his mom to listen to it. And, you know, that I, I really didn't think much about that before she decided to go on the call, but maybe that might be a good idea for you guys to reconnect with you. You could just kind of slightly mention it to a family member and say, well, this other T.I.'s mom got on there. Would you like to hear what she had to say? I, I was very happy that my mom went. I bought her a big bucket of ice cream for doing it. <laughs> Not that I had to pay her, but I just, I just, and she was so tickled to talk to all of you. She really was last night. 
and I'm glad that people got some spe- some things out of it. Well, for, maybe just we can ask a couple questions for those who aren't able to get on a computer and hear it or whatever it is. Um, so you came, would you want to say, like, how you told your mom and how she responded and, you know, just a couple little points maybe from last night that you think are relevant to everybody? Well, okay, I'll go through this. Um, first of all, I don't recommend anybody doing all the things that I did to convince people and prove that the cops were in on it and the fire department and stuff. But uh, basically, my mom kind of made up her own decision with some other things that's going on. When the cops tried to tell her that I was just a paranoid freak, that really made my mom wonder what was going on because she knows I'm not a person that's paranoid. Right. Uh, But what happened was is uh, when it first started happening, nobody wanted to believe me. Even my mom said she wanted me to go get checked out and mentally and stuff. So I went to some drastic extremes. One day we went to the police station in Gresham, and I I told my mom, I said, watch this, I'll prove to you something wrong going on. And there was other people in the police station. I walked in and told the the lady at the counter that I just killed somebody and I wanted to admit to a crime. And they told me to please sit down. And the lady in the the waiting area, she goes, oh, my God, did you hear that guy? He said that uh, he just killed somebody and they just told him to sit down. No officer came out. They let us sit there for over 45 minutes, probably hoping that we would go away. And then the officer finally came out. Took my statement. He he would not file a, a police report. I'm sure all of you guys have gone through. So uh, when he got done, he quietly handed my mom a card and said, "Here, you need to get your son help." But actually, another Gresham officer told me that their policy is, is first of all, they should have had an officer came out immediately and talk to me. He said that was very strange. He also told me that they have a, a clause where if somebody's acting mental like that, they'll take the the guy down to get him evaluated right away. And he said, for what I went in and said and what I said to him about the gang stock and everything, the officer should have took me from the police station and go down. The other thing that I did, and this was very extreme, guys, but honestly, I wasn't trying to kill myself. But what I did is I took a very short knife and I actually stabbed myself on each side of my belly button. I'm kind of fat right now. And I videotaped the whole thing with the blood going on the floor and everything. And I called my mom down and my mom and dad came down. I couldn't get in the house because one of the locks were rinsed up. Um, so they went up to, I live about 10 blocks from the fire station. So they went to the fire station and they had seven or eight cop cars come out there and stuff. And, uh, my mom came back down to the apartment outside waiting for them. They never came. They called my mom and told them to come back up. I heard two guys outside my apartment talking about, they didn't want to come in. That looked like I was okay. Even with everything that was going on. But the bottom line was they never came down and did it. So I went and talked to a bigwig in the fire department sometime after this happened. And he told me he didn't buy my story because he said the policy is, is no matter whether they thought I had a gun or I was crazy or anything, the policy says that they would get a SWAT team out there and come in my apartment and get me medical help no matter what. And he just said he couldn't just believe it. And I gave my mom's phone number and uh, the dates that it happened and stuff and told him to investigate himself. I never heard from him. And I gave him one of my flyers. But that's kind of how it went through to get him to believe. And once they were telling my, telling my mom that I was really paranoid and stuff, she knew something wasn't right because I wasn't paranoid. And uh, something else I can tell you guys is I sat down with a psychiatrist once and talked to him about TIs and stuff. And we did it on this basis that's theoretical because he didn't want to believe it. I, since I sent him some more information and documents I found but here's a statement that he said himself. He says, 
for one schizophrenia, which is what this program is meant to mirror and make people look like, usually happens between the age 14 and 28. So he said, I'm 51 at the time. He says, the odds of you getting schizophrenia in this light is very, very, very slim. He said, the other thing is, is that he says, people that really have mental illnesses, and people should point this out, they don't go out and research what is wrong with them. They don't go out and get on the internet and dig into the technicals and stuff. So all you people that do that, that's a sign that you're not crazy, actually. Did that's I scare everybody? Yeah. It, it really is. If you ask a psychiatrist, and the, the guy that I talked to was seemed to be a pretty honest guy, and uh, he, he said things pretty much straightforward. But he said to him... As a psychiatrist, anybody that goes out and researches what's going on with them like that, there's got to be something to it because he said people that really have mental problems and schizophrenia and stuff, maybe only 10% of them would ever look at it. So when you got a 90% of people out there, you know, you go look at it, that's saying something in itself right there in a psychiatrist's eyes. I thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. And they also aren't, they also don't come across come across clear. You know, I used to work um, at, with uh, drug addicts in, in a dual diagnosis center, um, and some people that, re- I mean, sometimes it's just the drugs that someone's on, but if you get them into a baseline and they do have mental issues, they don't speak very clearly. Um, you know, they really have difficulties trying, uh, trying to form a thought and put a sentence together, and, and, and the way they respond is very indicative, too. So, um, you know, that's just, you know, it, it's just another point, you know, because so many people in the community are really level-headed in, the, in a normal situation, you know. Yeah. And also, something I've noticed on the calls, like, Kyle, I'm going to use you as an example, so don't get mad at me. But I've okay. noticed Kyle sometimes, he'll be speaking, and he'll say they're really hitting me now, and he'll kind of say, I know I do it myself sometimes, too. But that's also an example, because a lot of the times Kyle's very, very clear and what he's saying his message is great he talks about all this stuff he's doing his youtube channels and all of a sudden it just starts kind of skipping in there that's another indication that things are artificial and not as they're supposed to be yeah. you know so there's a- <laughs> sorry just because <laughs> put something in a chat she goes crazy <laughs> So sorry, I'm easily amused. Crazy people use the internet too. Just look at the YouTube. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's absolutely right. And 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 you know, if I'm the, I'm a person that says it straightforward and totally honest. I can uh, say I've met people in the TI community that definitely do have some mental problems. I have too. And, Actually, very minimum. It is very minimum, but and I mean no disrespect towards anybody at all about that. But I'm saying. I've talked one-on-one with some people right here in Portland that I've met on the street, and they'd say, right. oh, this explains things that are going on with me. But after I got to know them, you know, I realized that they're, they're actually, they do have some mental problems there. Yeah. And maybe Dino has brought up to them, they're looking for excuses. But most of the people that I talk to, they learn the technology, they know what they're talking about. Usually I can tell, if I'm talking to somebody, I can tell whether they're prepping just a, a few quick questions. And yeah. what's going on, and or listen to them talk, you know. I guess you might yeah. say that we're developing our own language, if you really want to know the truth. Somebody said that in the chat the other night. 
Yeah. And there is one thing I wanted to say, too. Not to say that when this doesn't happen, when this happens to you initially, that people aren't crazy, because this is insane. And people do, they, they're hysterical oftentimes. They're uh, completely freaked out um, for good reason. I mean, it's probably one of the most detrimental, devastating things that can happen to a human being. So, you know, in a lot of cases in the initiation stage, people are not, you know, uh, well, but that's just a byproduct of what's happening to them. You know, that's not who they real. it's not their baseline. That's just, you know, that's a rea- yeah. reaction to this hideous crime that's going on. Yeah, but that's a synthetic mental illness. Of course it is. Yeah, it can be. There's two ways to look at it. That that can be done synthetically, but also it's a natural response to being traumatized and being having a crime committed. If if a woman's raped, she's going to have PTSD. She's going to be uh, beside herself. She's going to be in shock. You know, all those are natural things. And then there's also, you know, with microwave energy, you know, they have this, they have the brain wired, in my personal opinion, and it seems indicative from when you look at research that, you know, and also um, Dr. Aaron says it's in scientific books and scientific papers and articles that microwaves can affect any and all parts of your biological system. I'm paraphrasing him, but it's something like that, and that's scientifically proven. And he was a, a neuro, he's a, a neuroscientist. So, yeah, well, you know, I, to... I just wanted to oh, say, ahead, I, I just wanted to jump in and say, like uh, Terry's exactly right, because the other day I was making a YouTube video and I was like, you know, sorry about the. Um, kind of being scatterbrained because I've been, you know, attacked yeah. very hard. Um, and I was having, you know, it, at the beginning of the attack, about like five years ago, wasn't really the, the very beginning, but kind of when it started getting super bad. Um, you know, I I on videos, I would talk about it. I would expound on things. You know, I would, I would flow very well. On a yeah. Line, I mean, they've done such remote neural manipulation and mess with my brain, mess with my memory. So when you're talking, yes. you're using your yeah. short-term memory, you know, and so you'll forget things and, you know, it'll be like, I'll say things over again on my video. So, so he's, sometimes it's like when they're not attacking me hard, I make a lot of sense, you know, but sometimes when they're just nailing me, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, guys, I'm discombobulated. Yeah, and, and you know, there's the sleep deprivation. Even under normal situ- circumstances, people, uh, you know, that, that affects a person, not just psychologically, but physically as well. So, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the, how the mind is, the mind, you know, when you don't have proper REM, it's going to affect you, uh, the, mm-hmm. the way you function, you know, and that's just a natural person that's just going through sleep deprivation. So, you know, and this is just some kind of amplification um, because of the way, because of what people experience in these programs and also because of the technology being used. I think that I always say this technology can amplify everything, you know, Mm -hmm. make it big, take a feeling, take an experience, just make it huge, you know, so because that's what a little bit of research I've done kind of indicates as well. Yeah, like take a take a uh, depression about something, and right. then like put that EG. magnify it, put it on steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Or, yeah, they can kind of mimic bipolar, you know. But that's a lot of of 
synthetic too, you know, from well, what I understand. But we're going off. This is such a broad topic, so you know. I'll well, let no, you... no, I mean, but but you're exactly right because I mean, our brains are being hit with microwaves. You know, they're messing with uh, you know, our neural patterns. You know, yeah. um, our neural pathways. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna cause uh, you know, some kind of artificial dis- dysfunction uh, as a byproduct. Yeah. You know, we really have to fight that. We have to fight to, you know, use our hardwiring to not let that, you know, take over, and, yeah. and really heal heal when we're not being tortured. Really get back to who we are when we're not, you know, being hit so hard. Yeah. How's that Charlie program working? I'm sorry, I jumped I jumped ahead. I thought yeah. you were done. I was going to have you give your opinion on how the Charlie program's working. It's a. Am I skipping in and out on my mic? No, nope, you sound perfect. You sound good. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm doing it. I'm still doing the supplements. Um, and I'm kind of gonna get back into the cleansing. Um, cause I've been slacking off. Um, and it 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 really is working. Um, I think when you when you stay with it and you and you do the upkeep, uh, it it really your targeting symptoms way down. Uh, uh, one thing, though, that um, I think I am going to do is take uh, more potassium iodide. Like, I got kelp and I got I got pills and everything like that, but they're micrograms, and he I hear suggests a little taking... Yeah. Um, it may yeah. not be you. Be I, I don't think it is me. Oh, it was it was uh, not you. Okay, it was my friend's mm-hmm. phone. Okay. Well, I... It, to say one one more little thing um the potassium iodide uh he suggests taking like 2.5 grams three times a day so really overloading on potassium iodide you know for for a certain period like maybe uh you know a month uh and and i was ta- i'm taking micrograms you know even the liquid form is uh you know 150 micrograms per dropper um, so I'm thinking about maybe upping the potassium iodide, but I want to study first and see if there's any, you know, bad effects for taking too much potassium iodide. I I've did talk to, there yeah, I talked to a, somebody, either one of the doctors in our, you know, working with us, or I can't remember who it was, but too much iodine can affect your thyroid. You know, not only can um, radiation and microwaves affect your thyroid, too much iodine can also. At least that's what I was told. Um, Sean, do you have any input on that if you're on the call? And if not, maybe somebody else might, somebody that knows a little bit about that. Um, and yeah, women- I, I, I'd like to ask Dr. Sean, yeah. like, his opinion on that. Yeah. I he would know. Was- what? Hi. Just give me a thing to re-plug in. Just give me like five seconds. I can respond. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> putting him on the spot. But everything else with the cleansing program is, is going great. And the, the biggest thing the biggest thing I've done, and this is, is huge, it's, it's changed my targeting. Um, I got the tent and I started putting passive defenses on it. I put a layer, uh, three layers of thick aluminum, uh, you know, two layers of thermal blankets, and I'm, I'm about to put the copper mesh. Um, and then I have a bed inside of the tent. You know, get a blanket, like a copper nickel blanket, 
or some kind of like Swiss microwave shielding and put it in a blanket and sleep with that. Uh, my targeting has changed. Uh, they changed the protocol to sleep deprivation because when I sleep in the tent, I get really good sleep. Uh, they can't seem to get that stream of energy um, that does the remote neural manipulation and everything like that. It seems out. Um, they can get a little bit of the high pitched sound in. They can hit. They they can uh, punch through it with directed energy, and they actually hit my leg pretty hard. Uh, but I wake up and mentally I feel a lot better. So so what they're doing now is is opposite of when I didn't have the tent and all the passive defense. Um, you know they were putting me to sleep because when they they do the theta thing, the theta frequency, and put me to sleep because they were just torturing the hell out of me in my sleep. But now, it, you know, I get I get really good sleep, especially with Dave CD, you know, in there. The bad thing, though, and and this is really funny, uh, to get them to to not make the CD skip because they'll hit it with directed energy. Um, I was turning it uh, uh, vertical and like putting it against stuff, and they have a hard time uh, making it skip and actually turning it off with directed energy. Um, and so. Now they found a way to do it when it's vertical. So I've got to find a new way to protect the CD player, or I've got to put it on a, um like a little digital player. I think I'm gonna. Put it on that, all you have to do for that is just wrap it in aluminum foil, and you should be good because aluminum foil isn't the best protectant, but like it it should be it's sufficiently uh, shielding enough so like it yeah. won't it it, it should reduce the attacks. So just wrap, yeah. wrap your if you have like a Walkman or the old school Walkman, whatever it is you're using, just push into a lunar foot. They, they hit my phone, they hit my Bluetooth devices all the time, and like I, the exact skip that you're getting on your microphone earlier, where you were coming place to us in choppy, yeah, exactly the way that my my music comes in, or when I'm listening to a podcast or to a call, it always comes in. It's the same repetitive sort of pulsing uh, way. But just wrap a little foil and like it's. It, it, it diminishes it, if not completely eliminates the the interference. I highly recommend. Um, it's, it's simple, it's cheap, but it costs you virtually no money. So I highly recommend that that tactic. Yeah, and and that's what I did before. Uh, before I turned it vertical, I just have to do a lot of it. Like I have to put like you know four layers, and then kind of make a little um, it's like make a little kind of hamburger thing out of aluminum foil, like the buns, and then the, <laughs> the CD players, the meat, you know. That's a horrible metaphor. I didn't sleep last night. Sorry. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, that, that does work. I'm going to go back to that. And, and, and then they have to get through the enclosure and the aluminum foil, you know, around the CD player. But it, it's interesting you say that because, like, you remind me of everything that I do. So I, I've been buying this, like, copper nickel fabric from China, and what I do is I buy it for roughly, it comes up to be about $10, shipped from China, it's about $10 per yard, uh, which is, you know, a third of the price of, like, the cheapest people you get from the U.S. But what I do is I take a yard and I cut a slit in it, like, I fold it in half and I'm going to cut the slit at the, at the, the fold mark to fit my head through. So then, like, I'm wearing, like, this apron where, like, you know, half a yard is on my front side of my body, half a yard is on the back side of my body, and I wear, put a vest on top, and then just tuck the, the ends near the sides, and then I, I go to sleep with that on. So 
uh, essentially I'm wearing like almost like a RF you know shielding vest, and it allows me to sleep. Uh, the one thing I have an advantage of over you, and I'm not, I'm not saying this in any sort of kind of way, is like my fiance sleeps next to me, so um, you know they can't blast me because she'll become restless yeah. and start to toss and turn. So like they're limited in the amount of power they can apply to me. Um, mm-hmm. But 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 I mean, sort of you know, you sleep in a you sleep in a tent, or you know, you find uh, protection in a tent like device. So like I, yeah, I, I, I it, totally it's like, like a pop, I, it's like a pop up tent. Yeah, it's great. Right. You know, I've been doing research, and you know, I'm a material scientist, but I'm not like a, a physicist. I don't I don't do electrical engineering, um, but mm-hmm. I do work with electrical engineers. But I'm doing research into this, and um, what I found is the best solution is to use um, layers. So you know, use your material. Yeah. And you want to use a conductive material. So like the best, ideally you want to have something like, like, like a copper nickel fabric and, between, and you want to have three layers essentially. So copper nickel fabric, in between the copper nickel fabric you want to have like a semiconductor. So you think you're like your velostat or you're, you're like your carbon conducting like plastic or whatever it is that, you know, with enough energy it will conduct. And then on the bottom layer, you want to have another layer of copper nickel fabric or copper or aluminum foil, whatever it is. But the bottom layer, you want to have grounded. So very top, you have a very basic metal conductor, your aluminum, your copper nickel fabric. In the middle, you want to have your semiconductor, your, your Vilostat, uh, your, your uh, Nyquist, I forget what the other name is they call it. And then on the uh-huh. very bottom, you have the same thing you have on an outer layer, except on the very bottom layer, you have that grounded to like an outer layer, to like a water pipe. And that is the ultimate combination of protection. Wait, what was the the bottom layer? You said water pipe. Uh, so the bottom layer is just the same layer as your outer layer. It can be your aluminum foil or like your mylar. Mylar. The problem with mylar is it's not that thick, and like the amount of yeah. aluminum in there isn't, isn't isn't that much, but it still is semi-effective. But copper, like nickel fabric, is is pretty works pretty well or copper you know copper you can buy a big copper sheet but that's expensive so so just to reiterate on the top i have tons of uh i have tons of copper mesh i bought five hundred dollars worth of <laughs> copper mesh rolls i hope you those are going on yeah i'm trying to because otherwise that shit's really expensive but yeah on the outside conductive on the middle you want semiconductive like a like a velostat you don't want them touching, and on like not touching like the, the top layer. You don't want touching the inside layer. So if there's three layers. Top layer, your conductive, like your 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 copper fabric. Middle layer, you want that plastic velostat. On the inside layer, you want that copper again, right? It's just a sandwich. But on the inside layer, you want to ground that to an outlet to a water pipe. Yeah, that's wall- okay, help. that's okay. Okay, I missed that part because you're cutting in it. My attackers do not want me to hear you. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I, I can email moves, this to you, but can you, uh, Kyle? So, so they're not they're not next to you. So, so you set them off, so so you don't have to worry so much yet, do you? I mean, they haven't moved in on you. Hey, I, I had a question about no, 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 no. They're, they're hitting me remotely, like super hard. And the problem is, Don. Now I've got a neighbor who's doing it. Like I didn't in my mom's condo, but there, there's a you know there's a guy living alone. Yeah, when you step out, me. they got it. But you you have your uh, tri field, yep. so you're you're stepping out with the with a meter. 
Well, I have this. I have the Samsung. Um, it's There's like a, a phone meter. <clears throat> oh, don't you read it, Michael? Get a needle meter like that. I would get that Ghost uh, 50 hertz because it doesn't pick up on 60 There's hertz. like so much stuff I have to buy <clears throat> though. That phone meter shows you exactly where it is. Uh, what's yeah, the difference yeah, between an electric fish and, and a human being, the cells of an electric fish and this between the cells? That's what I want to ask Matthew Aaron, um, because I think this latency thing that has to do with the travel of electricity through the cellular you know, tissues, the varying tissues and stuff, um, yeah. what, what's the difference between that and a fish You know that, that uh, can project electricity <clears throat> you know i think this cellular reaction to um sonics and and the squibs the uh, magnetics and um whatnot um you know we need to understand what latency is and how it c- they can um activate old injuries through sonics and and if yeah. if uh, because if we don't go after these people, and, and that guy that was on uh, Neil's call that moved up to Minnesota or Michigan or somewhere, he mm-hmm. was explaining how he, when he went out in the field in Joshua Tree or whatever to count turtles or tortoises, that he was getting these pains. But he mentioned earlier that he was in a consultation with somebody that was trying to push drugs on him because of a family situation. Well, his family's targeted, right? The rape in his family and with the devices. But the next step is to burn you in a consultation. And I was, I was yeah, just I hoping know, that he would uh, um, save all his medical information because we might be able to link mm-hmm. up. Because the people that did, I've, I've fallen for that trick seven times. I've been burnt over 40 years. I mean, really bad where it took years and years and years. And the last time was the well, worst. I, I mean, I just, I get hit remotely everywhere I know, I go. but ionizing is different um, in that it it just takes out Targeted, huge energy of, of tissue. From, I from mean, a remote platform to a cell phone tower or satellite to my yeah, body. Yeah, but those can activate heavy um, nuclear attacks that we got in doctor's offices. And I, I don't think I'm alone. I don't and believe in that. Though. There's a similarity you'll see when they start trying to push weapons. Is all the, uh, not weapons, when they're trying to push drugs, they're just, that's a cover. It's just a smoke screen. It has nothing whatsoever if you're going to take a drug or trying to help you. Nobody has seen this used to sit in yeah, the air. Don, Don, like, I think... Yeah, Don, I, I think that doctors may uh, put implants in people thinking it's like a GPS thing, but that, that's the extent that I think doctors are involved, you know. And it, well, I, I have I it on tape. I, I have them doing yeah. it, and, and I've seen sparks I mean, are you sure, death, though? So. Are you sure it so wasn't you can, just another you, piece If you guys want to play, the, the doctors are help, They're approving your medical situation, but they don't have a right to harm you. They have a right mm-hmm. to prove that you've been injured, but they don't have a right to injure you, but they're doing it. Now, what they're no, doing, those doctors that. that are that make you sit in that chair while they prescribe, say, oh, we can save your life, is all they're doing is getting you to sit in the chair. That's all they're doing. They're bullshitters. Yeah. And they move on. I don't on. think they that's don't, where we're being attacked. They move the out of the jurisdiction. 
I guarantee Dang. if he went nah. found who that doctor was that said he was having family problems, try to prescribe heavier drugs, that that person is not there. And that person that, that did that, that was prescribing, doesn't even exist. It's a fake. Yeah. It's an assassin. Those just, are assassins. I, I think that's a wild goose chase. I think that's what you're talking about, the red Dude, they, they're insured. Those things are bonded. They're bonded to $3 million. Every county worker or the whole organization has a bond, but they have to... If you take their three million, they have to reimburse that to to ensure the rest of the, the employees until they start. But it's a waste of time listening to something that we don't. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I know. What's that? It's a waste of time I listening agree. to it because we can't. Nobody can see that anywhere. Only only you. Yeah. Who, who's talking? What's your name? This is James Leco. James, you we should be smarter time. than that. James, you should be smarter than that. It just doesn't well, happen I, that I, way. I, agree. I haven't you seen that. Pl- but I'm just saying there's a similarity to to these consultations, and it's a uh, the whole idea when when I, you're I consulting is to get you to sit in the chair. That's it. Everything is bullshit that they're talking about. It's all about you. Getting you to sit there because it's doctors all aren't part of the killing. They're not part of the killing Nazi stuff. They're doctors aren't part of this. It's Dude, contractors. you didn't see the ring. You didn't digest the Ringworm Children movie, did you? They no. burned a hundred thousand, seventy to a hundred thousand children. Dude, you you guys are you're not Ella. in the picture. Ella, it's in, Ella, it's please, in, it's in help, your Ella. face, but you can't see it. Are you all talking about two different things now? Because I know that I had, uh, when I had back surgery, a young man came in with a lab coat, and he was not a professional person. And I've had issues now knowing that I do have some kind of chip in my back where I actually had surgery that a doctor corrected. But this guy was so blatantly rude. Yeah, I, I knew he was happened. not medical. I'm a nurse, so I knew he was not medical. I knew I was yeah, in for something, but there was no one to call. What yeah, did I he think do? The doctor, they they do in, they do put implants in because they oh. don't know that that it's going to be used for microwave. They think it's just some kind of governmental program. So I, when I was younger and I had Crohn's, um, I had a they pick have line construction companies I, come in and uh, put the things in. There's construction Your companies construction that install company. the devices in the walls and ceilings. That That's chair crazy. that you sit in, if you if you try, I bet it's tied down to the 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 uh, table. But hey, Don, one second. We're just going to talk about this maybe a minute more, so we can stay on activism and stay in the solution. You know, we all know yeah. there's various opinions, and we I understand your, I see your point yeah. of view, and I'm listening to it. You know, well, who knows? That was Can't... the heart and soul of the whole Ringworm movie, children, the Ringworm's Children movie. Is that they I'll were able it. to I'm run watch it, Don. 100,000 kids through their devices and got no compensation other than was it, general was social it a concentration welfare. camp was it a third world country they did that in 
Good God, you have a computer and you haven't saw that movie? Uh, I've seen it 15 times. Don, we're not going to discuss this anymore, okay? Um, I just want to keep it productive. I know you're emotional about this and everything and you're very passionate. But let's just kind of get back on track. Remember the theme of the call. Okay, Don? Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... um, Yes, come back Gloria, are you on the line? I know you have um, a product, um, and it has like a really uh, a special herb in it. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, I'm here. Can you? Is my phone messing up again, or can you guys hear me? Okay. Um, it's okay. It's a little bit, you know. Okay. It's okay. It's not okay. that bad. It's not like it was early. It's not crackly. It may not even be your phone okay. that I'm like a ringing okay. of some sort. Oh, okay. Well, I just wanted to um, say again, and I think I had mentioned it on one of the uh, previous calls, about how um, there's an herb, it's called Ganoderma lucidum, and um, it's, it comes from the rhesus mushroom, rishi, rishi mushroom, and it's, it, what it does is um, uh, whenever it's ingested, it goes into your body and it seeks out balance for your body, of whatever's going on, you know, uh, in your body, it uh, seeks that balance, and it also uh, highly oxygenates uh, the blood, and and it's a really good herb. And um, uh, I, what we have is we have um, this herb in coffee, tea, milk, toothpaste, and vitamins and minerals. Now, when I get up in the morning, I was thinking about what Kyle said. Um, you know how sometimes you, you just feel like you have a brain fog or you feel like you're really, really tired, you know, from them beating us up all night. You know, so when I get up, I'm, like, dragging. So when I do ingest my, my, my coffee, because I drink that cup in the morning, and when I ingest it with that herb in it, I mean, it is so uh, it is so unbelievable how it really helps to clear my thinking, it, it gives me that energy that I need, and it helps me to fight, <laughs> to fight what we're going through. So I wanted to share that, you know, with um, with the uh, TIs, that that's another way, you know, that we can kind of get going, you know, um, you know, in our on our, you know, on our way during the day, um, you know, to help us be focused, and also it helps. Um, It'll, I think it'll help the memory some as well. But I know it helps me to focus. It really helps me to do that. So, And uh, if anybody is interested, um, I do have a web page. Uh, it's um, uh, Healthy Morning Joe. That's J-O-E dot myorganogold.com. And you can go there and take a look at those products. Uh, like I say, it's, it's it's coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, you might as well make it healthy, you know, with something in it um, that will give you that energy and that, uh, you know, that help us fight back, you know, or try to balance out, you know, what they're trying to do to us, you know. So, and uh, you can go to that webpage and you can take a look at those products. And there's a way to get it at a at a 25% discount um, as well. So, just wanted to share that. Yeah, thank you. And speaking of, like, memory and things like that, um, 
I know Dr. Sean and some other people, including myself, um, when I remember, uh, <laughs> ironically enough, ginkgo biloba, <laughs> really great herb. Um, the only thing I noticed with me, it makes it even a little, it's so stimulating that it's kind of hard for your brain to kind of wind down at night. So, um, yeah, so that ginkgo biloba, and it should be taken with inositol, a nose, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but if yeah. Sean's around. Yeah, you know, so ginkgo, about, I, I, about, I buy my ginkgo from the- Amazon. It's uh, I buy the it's, it's from a company called Micro Ingredients. There's another company that sells it as well called Bulk Supplements on Amazon. But you can get a huge bag of like just a pure ginkgo biloba extract for about twenty bucks. The company is called MicroIngredients.com, and you can find it on Amazon. The thing is, ginkgo biloba in large amounts is toxic. So you got to make sure you measure this, like when you put it into your smoothie in the morning, and uh, otherwise, and it does help. Like I, 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 so I had a bunch of medications that I've been prescribed on for several years. I stopped taking everything, and I've never had. I've stopped taking everything. And I've stopped drinking tap water. I switched to like bottled water, and I started taking these supplements. And like, I take this. I take uh, rhodiola. I take ashwagandha, turmeric. And like you know, and also your basics like your you know, your D3, your multivitamin, your glucosamine, uh, and I also I add a ton of cinnamon to like my my smoothies. But um, it like it, I've never been I've never felt better taking these three core supplements, which is the ginkgo, the ashwagandha, the um, the rhodiola, and then the four I guess uh, the the turmeric. Those four are amazing, especially, you know, being what I'm with every day. But Ginkgo, the only thing I will say, if you're going to buy the bulk bag, make sure you measure it. Um, You don't want to take more than, like, about a quarter teaspoon because it will make you feel ill. Okay. So there's one thing also, Ella, that I forgot to mention, um, you know, with with, um, the herb uh, Ganoderma. I, back in um, August of last year, I had a really bad knee injury. And, uh, Ella, you know about that because I was complaining to you about that. <laughs> but anyways, I had a really bad knee injury. And um, I went to the doctor and they gave me this um, anti-inflammatory um, medication. And, and he said that it was uh, degenerative arthritis, which I know it wasn't. I know it was from the directed energy. But, you know, because that's made to mimic uh, arthritis and, you know, cause all that inflammation because I was in the gym four or five days a week exercising. I had no problem, you know, with my knee and I was always active. So when that happened, um, you know, the, uh, as I said, I went to the doctor and he gave me this anti-inflammatory uh, medication and I took it and I just felt sick. And I said, you know what, I'm not going to take that. So I kind of suffered through um, the pain for a while. And then in December, the latter part of December, I started back drinking my coffee again because I, I was drinking it back in 2013, but I didn't have any issues with my body. I was just, you know, um, just be, being healthy and trying to stay healthy. But uh, when I had this issue with my knee and I started drinking it again, after two weeks, the inflammation was gone, the pain was gone, and I no longer had to walk with a crutch because I was walking with a crutch for a while. And, you know, it was it was really bad, and I, I couldn't walk fast. I was poking across, the, you know, just, just going really slow across the street and, you know, things like that. So, um, but now, now, I'm kind of, now I'm kind of back to normal. And um, 
And also I wanted to say that um, it helps to promote good sleep at night as well. Even though it gives you energy when you drink it in the day, in the morning, it helps to promote really good sleep because it doesn't have the amount of caffeine in it that, um, you know, regular coffee has in it. So with the coffee, the tea, and uh, as I said, we also have soap and toothpaste and <clears throat> other vitamins as well. So Can I say that a couple um... – for memory damage, the most effective ones, when they got me with paint thinner and literally wiped out like 25% of my memory, I was functioning at 50%. I started searching for supplements, and I was in 2012, and then they started working really good that whole year. Uh, lecithin is a cheap one that helps the nervous system and the liver. Um, an expensive one that helped the most but is out of my budget is uridine. It's the only known uh, chemical known to actually repair uh, and restore brain cells so that they can recover. It's called uridine, U-R-I-D-I-N-E. And it's like 30 bucks for 30 capsules. And you take one a day. Anyways, after like a year of stuff like that in lion's mane, it's a fungus, um, a mushroom, um, and some other ones, like maybe ginkgo biloba. But they... Uh, brought me back to being about 90% from 50% over a year. And I was also reading books and I was even in a learning program on the computer doing like math and um, other different types of, of learning programs. And so all that combined and just um, avoiding, um, you know, them, them uh, torturing me and, or breaking in again uh, brought me back to 90%. Then I got a shipment of all the same ones, uh, like this special kind of vitamin E, tocopherol versus the other regular vitamin E, uh, really helped uh, my back. Um, so I was taking like 20 supplements a day. I spent like $300 on this one shipment, and it was all the same ones. All of a sudden, I was floored. I was like, could barely walk, talk, or think after taking them one day. So I know that uh, gang stalkers broke into my supplements, and selectively poisoned um, a handful of them. And so I went back to being like 60%. It brought me back like three or four months back in my recovery. And I've had that a- too, Marcus. I've had my, my attackers, because I had a supplement so long, uh, they put stuff in my niacin. And it, it yeah, niacin's was- good. It cleans out a bunch of crap. Yeah, yeah but I would take it because they put some, some kind of dust or some kind of toxin in it and it made oh, me they've sick. done that to my niacin too yep mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. bags of supplements now and, and if everyone's you, like, if you get good niacin it also is a mood uh enhancer uh it has a um uh, it has an antidepressant uh quality to it um sometimes i'll take like triple the dose yeah. and it you'll definitely notice it depends on your disposition if you have a sensitive disposition you'll really notice a more positive kind of um you know, uh, sense of being or well-being. You'll feel some definitely a sense of well-being. Um, but you can, don't get, get you have to get non-fleshing. If you do not get non-fleshing, you're going to end up beet red. You're going to look like a, a yeah. beet pulled out of the ground at least. So you have to get the non-fleshing is my only advice. Because I started, I didn't realize there was a difference. And I was itching all over it, and it was hysterical. <laughs> and I'm a very uh-huh. white girl. Red. So pretty, yeah, I've had little that heads up on that. Yeah, non-flushing a lot better because I, I gave it to my mom and she said she got all itchy and I could feel it some on my thick skin. I'm 
I'm like part cowboy, so I kind of could just ignore it. But uh, yeah, it, it can get pretty strong sometimes. So yeah, non-flushing nice, and um, that's one of the best ones for a TI in case you get poisoned or they get toxins in your body. It's going to flush those toxins out of your blood system. Um, and then uh, for your brain, it's lecithin, uridine, uh, maybe lion's mane uh, that they say helps heal the brain. Um, there's other, there's two other names for lion's mane. I think one's called monkey's paw. And then I forgot the name of the actual mushroom. Um, but, uh, and then uh, there's ones for the eyes that help a lot besides vitamin A. There's like bilberry and uh, lutein and um, uh, there's just, there's so many cool supplements out there. But the, the problem I had while I was starting to talk about surveillance of your property is because they were breaking in and poisoning my supplements. They got my mom so bad now that, I didn't want to tell you how much worse her memory is. It's ridiculous. I mean, she really needs a caregiver now, and she's only 70. Six years ago, she was one of the most talkative, smartest, best memory people on the planet, and now it's the complete opposite. So good surveillance is first because I have, like, I've thrown out about 100 bottles of supplements, like a couple thousand dollars worth of supplements because stalkers had wiped out my surveillance. Uh, Marcus, you know, you, Marcus, you know what I do? I take every supplement that I'm taking, I put it in a book bag, and I bring it with mm -hmm. me wherever I go. Oh, yeah. I, never, I used a backpack yeah. for a long time. I I had like mm -hmm. 20 bottles of supplements in my backpack. I even put locks on the zippers so that I, you know only I could open my backpack. Yeah. But uh, once I got my car back and got surveillance of the house, um, I, I wasn't as gung-ho, and I, I just keep my backpack with all my supplements in the corner of the house zipped up. So... You know, they're real sneaky. They, they only take about three minutes to break in and poison your food if you're not watching. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm not paranoid, but this group targeting me are ruthless. Um, well, you know. they do stuff to, to make you artificially paranoid, conditionally paranoid. So you're not paranoid just for no reason, but you're, you're so vigilant because they're actually mm -hmm. doing stuff to you. So it's not, not anything um, that, that's just, happening to you it's it's artificial you know they're 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 making you feel that way so i understand that like i, I get that too you know well just on this activation call i want to say that there's some big proponents in the way of ti's for for decades it's kind of built up to a perfect storm where they can get away with this indefinitely and the, the areas are the media mainstream media not reporting because of the Espionage Act. Uh, members of corrupt employees for the for the intel and the security agencies is another one. Doctors conspiring and putting implants in people's bodies is another one. Psychiatrists, people mentally ill, is another huge obstacle for TIs. Um, but you know, we also have a lot for our of resources for us getting the message out there and getting help from society instead of just, you know, but we have to stay together and um, figure a way to get around all these obstacles and not, you know, it, it, in some instances, in some countries, it might only take one of those obstacles to oppress the whole population, but we have four, but we also have a sound constitution and a lot of good people in this country that hold a lot of power. So, and we have a lot of brains because we have a good education system and we're aware of our environment a lot of times and even like chemicals 
in our food that shouldn't be there. So, and our experiences and our testimony, um, there's so many ways we, we could, we could be, um, you know, activists, you know, and, uh, and not, not keep losing these little battles because I think it's on the upside for TIs now than it was a year ago. Um, a year ago, I, I was in despair and had little hope and suffering. Um, but now I'm, uh, I'm still all, all those things, but I, I, I have a lot more hope from the awareness that's getting out there and the information that TIs are spreading and their communication with each other has gotten way better. Because five years ago, I don't, I don't know if there was even a, a TI group, you know, if there was like conference calls or Facebook or uh, meetings inside of a library or something like that. Now that we got all those things going on. But I just wanted to say that for last thing is a, for a bumper sticker, I thought of one, it would be um, technocratic human trafficking traffickers remotely scanning millions of citizens' bioelectricity. Something like that. I mean, there's I've thought of hundreds of bumper sticker names, and that's just the one I just came up with tonight. That's I mean, no, no, you know, spies. It's like they're spying on our bioelectricity, and so that's like voyeurism. That's against the law. That's total, uh, totally stripping away our 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 privacy. Well, Marcus, rights. Marcus, we we may need to um, get some terms that. You know, because those are terms like that intelligent people would understand. Um, but we may need to get some more uh, mundane terms so that the uh -huh. public can can just get it easily. You know what I'm saying? Well, all it is, Kyle, is that it's electroencephalograph uh, transmitters or yeah, uh, cell towers, blend towers, that. satellites you know. scanning their bioelectricity. People need to know that their nerves have electricity and they emit uh, EMF which is similar yeah. to a radio frequency, and they can read that with special frequencies, and they're putting devices all through more and more throughout society. And yeah, so but me and you, like, I understand what you're talking about, and everybody on this call, they know what you're talking about, but, like, the general public who's never, uh, you know, never seen this stuff, never experienced it, we, we may need to tone down, because those are very intelligent words. I mean, those are... You know, and the, and the general public's never experiences. So, I you know we may just need to to say like you know um, target individuals, directed energy weapons, um, baby you know, steps. wireless energy, baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Well, look at the medical field. If you go to researchgate.com, they have maybe million of uh, medical and other scientists uh, research articles on there, and you can look them up by. Uh, a through Z, um, and you'll mm -hmm. you, you just hit the letter N, you'll see all these things: neuro, neurological research article paper. You know they're like ten pages long or so on average. You know, and uh, that's one one of the best resources I found. But it, um, on my smartphone, I can't see the whole letter of the name of the article. So they're um, you know just the the main cat. But when you open one up and read it, they use these doctors are so smart. These scientists they use so much terminology that I you know I if I wouldn't have taken like plant physiology in college I wouldn't understand any of it yeah so you, you're the one that was on Neil's call right that you can't put, oh, oh I got a cramp oh gee ah. oh I got a leg cramp but uh you yeah, right? I just wanted to ask <laughs> about that meeting in, in 
doctor's office with that lady that was prescribing the heavy drugs. Uh, if you know what the similarities were in our targeting, uh, you know how I fell for it. And I'm telling you, that's how that's how they're wiping out one, the leftists, the peace activists. It's through these uh, consultation rooms. And I was hoping we could pair notes and uh, on this, maybe have our own call on on the specific types of targeting, how to do investigations. You know, um, who's in charge of these buildings that they're allowing these um, this operation to take place? Because they well, they lot- they set it up step by step. They they put a, a surveillance device in their car, and then they put one in the hallway, like of an apartment building, or somewhere around the outside of your property. Then they know when the residents are there or not, and then the traffickers that don't like someone or someone is inconvenient to their operation, then they'll pick their locks. And then they'll start going in their house and disturbing things. Um, yeah, maybe putting poisoning, clear gel poisons poisoning. on the beds and uh, in the food and changing your food. And Yeah, I've had it all. More bugs. Break lines and things like that. But, uh, no, I was just specific. I thought you were the one that went into the well, medical and didn't realize. See, I didn't. They'd done that to me six, five or six times before I started catching on to that all my medical was sabotaged, uh, that they were going to ionize me, and that was it. That that was the whole, and so real strange things would happen. They'd switch doctors and things, and I, uh, that was to validify the the heavy, massive attacks with these huge vehicles expensive vehicles and it turned out it was some Amish group so it this thing it's just bizarre you know the 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 nature of it is is to blend in you know and uh to make cover it up so you really can't figure out what it's in front of you but you can't see it and uh, it's hidden yeah they hide things that's called being covert Criminals don't want to be caught, so the more covert they are, yeah, but the longer then I they think can this keep. is FBI five, the five section. Is it what is that five where it's a it's an assassination program in the FBI and it's all separated from the rest of the FBI apparently. It's called Room Five or you know it's the Iron Wall or something and uh, and it's Iron all, Curtain. Yeah, and so they're you know they're they're the ones that are running the fusion uh, and the you know the what is that yeah fusion groups yeah and then you got your subcontractors who like you say they they they're hanging out you know counting people and getting into your apartment those are the subcontractors from it and those are probably your criminals your you know biker gangs drug gangs you know anything goes thing you know with the police informants um yeah anything right. it's easier for they're, them to pick up uh homeless people because they can give them an easy cheap bribe to try to do something to a ti that they're targeting and they'll lie to this homeless person about what oh how bad the ti is when it's the complete opposite during those demonstrations like occupy they would pick up the police would pick up the homeless and say they were doing drug tests and they would give them drug the police would i guess empty out their their uh you know their drug uh wherever they confiscation area to give to the to the homeless to to get them to disrupt the uh to make it look like they're they're, they're you know give them a bad rap or something you know that's how they've destroyed the left how we have no power and it's where you know 
Trump is completely compromised with all these child molestation stuff in California here. And, oh, my God, it's just a big wag the tail, hit, you know, spin uh, the, the torpedoes. And Bill, apparently he's bought into the, the you know, these uh, Tomahawk missile factories. He's bought into the whole thing. So he thinks he's not going to be prosecuted for molesting these kids and stuff and uh be, but clinton was you know and and i i gloria red and and some other lawyers are you know they're going to drag his ass in there and he he thinks that if he gets on a war footing and he kills all the people around him like these you know because he you know he's going to get away where clinton didn't you know clinton got impeached you know well he didn't get completely but well, I've got no. I've never heard anything about Trump being a molester. I mean, neither. No, that wag the da- wag the tail. No, they're all the same. I mean, he's just you know he's just setting up. On, he's setting on the military industrial complex. I mean, that's you know he's the commander in chief, so he can it, when they expand weapons, they they re, you know they build two for every one they expand, you know, use and. uh and, you know, I'm sure Putin knows about it, and he knows this gas attack is all, you know, a hoax. And uh, whether it was engineered, where it was real, probably some people were killed. And just like the, the false flags here, you know, there's certain individuals are killed because they're, you know, as part of it, I think. And, and then the rest of it's just a theater. Well, just point blank, I hope that Trump is not a roadblock to TIs because so far I've got the feeling that he might even well, remove he roadblocks. Come on, this is, like I say, this is at the drug level, drug dealer level. It's, they don't, they'll never have control of those people. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the, when you Legal. go into a doctor, they're bonded. They have insurance. And if they're doing it and they're using ionizing, that's the ultimate uh, weapon. I mean, we don't, we don't, in war, they don't, they don't use the nuclear option, but apparently you can in an in a ordinary dentist, just go into your dentist to have a, a you know, because you've been hit, you know, outside, you know, they've infected your jaw and broken your, cracked your teeth from Sonic, and then you go into a simple, you know, and, you know, I, I actually taped it, them doing it. I saw the device down below my feet, and then they, and I had the naivete to think that it's not part of the whole thing, and every appointment was that way. They destroyed more and more organs. You know, I mean, these guys. Well, one time you can't I was bu- in a dentist. I was at a dentist one time, and I got like kind of long front teeth, my two front teeth, and he started using that saw device to to sand down my tooth so it was like three millimeters shorter. I said, "What the hell are you doing?" And he said, "Well, they're supposed to all look even." I couldn't believe he didn't tell me or ask me. If no, they're that. all psycho. You know, the, the dentistry is, God, God, they can, they take these people over at a certain point. That's I, when I was on Derek's call, I, I started calling the guy fool number one. I was, I mean, come on, you know, you don't, these they, people that go through medical school need to start fessing up when, when they're, when they're harassed. And when, well, you can uh, see it. You can see that one of my two front teeth got sanded down like three millimeters, and I told him to stop. I said, no, don't sand the other one. I can't. And then I was just confused and frustrated. One was, one, he actually made them uneven, you know, 
they were fine before. They had their little ridges. They weren't just flat across. They had their little uh, little pyramid well, shape. Well, yeah, there's, there, you know, when it comes to doing a, a procedure, there's unlimited ways of doing things. And, and, you know, they can sabotage. They can put one wrong material so the whole thing collapses. I mean, there's unlimited things they can do because a, one doing a procedure may involve 10 or 15 steps, you know, or, you know, at least three mm-hmm. or four, but they love the drill, don't they? When they, when, you know, there's lasers, there's, there's ozone, they could treat, and there's things that mimic the, uh, yeah. the tissue, the dentin. They could do the job right, but they don't. It's like, it's like a butchery from the, from the, uh, well, you know. It's the, good, uh, it's good that uh, John Hall, who's an anesthesiologist, is on the side of TIs because there's some anesthesiologists and doctors that once you're put under, you know, we don't know if they're violating our bodies. Well, they so. switch. I think they switch tanks. I think these, the, the doctors can be perp. They just put, they just say, oh, this is this gas, and it's not. They relabel the tank. There's unlimited ways to sabotage so the doctor themselves don't even know what's going on. They just mislabel their, 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 their materials. It's, I'm telling you that, that well, if we jump out, if we can jump out with the general public to start complaining about, you know, are my rights being violated? Um, you know, it, it might make a big noise through the whole country, um, but we got to be careful of those that are more unsuspecting because TIs have already put their guard up. But if we get others complaining that haven't been targeted but become aware of the atrocious crimes committed covertly. Uh, like scanning our nervous system and whatnot, uh, they need to be, we, you know, we got to give them a, a few preppers before they go out. And well, we you know? need to perfect I mean, our, we we have 10, 20 lifetimes of lawsuits. We don't need to do nothing but protect ourselves and learn how to investigate yeah. the crimes that have been committed against us. Good God, mm-hmm. I have, yeah, 10 lifetimes. Uh, I have so many lawyers Geez, I'd need a hundred lawyers to and you know investigators. This thing is yeah. out of control. No, I know a team of like and, five. And you know, one person to every one to look up. Like I was thinking that the other day, uh, Don. That we, I, I wish I had a team of five. Like one person to look up uh, a reverse license plate check because I wrote down exactly. The I, we don't even have plate. that. I mean, and then another, I, I get, another to look for devices, another to look on property in the infrastructure, another you to... You have to get a judgment in, through the court system, and that should take up two hours. If, if somebody goes into a store and steals something, don't the store owners get uh, a, a time? You know, that person goes to the jail... And then they they arrange a, uh, a a trial. What what's happening? You know they're hitting us, and we locate the car. Well, you know, you know I I I called in that doctor. I said I got you know to the local police. I said I got the tape. I saw the weapon. Nothing. Nothing. A nuclear a attack and zero, zero. These are Did you have a picture? items, folks. Jeez. Zero? God, I guess. Don, yeah. Don, did you right, have a picture Don, let's, uh, of the let's put, relax a little bit. Maybe you can put yourself on mute and relax a little bit, okay? 
Anyways, the call's about to end anyway. So, um, let's, um, I'll go ahead and give you guys the number to Derek's call. Hold on just a second. Just remember, guys, these calls are recorded, so try to be a little conscientious because, you know, uh, especially an activism call because people are going to be listening to it and we want to stay um, kind of focused on activism as possible. I know there weren't a lot of, you know, people weren't in a uh, talkative mood this tonight, but, okay, hold on just a second. So I guess some of the points that are important is that we all need to, or as many people as we can get to participate, to uh, write letters and get involved with the Catherine's letter writing campaign. It's not just hers, it's from Mola, it's many people involved. Um, you know, it can't hurt to do it. And then um, as well as, um, yeah, I think that's the main point. Is there anything else, that, uh, Sean, that you think is relevant that we should go out on? No, I mean, I, I really, um, I think, uh, you know, uh, Catherine Horton, Dr. Catherine Horton is being really organized and um, proactive, and uh, she's being a great activist by organizing this this tsunami uh, mass letter writing campaign. It's, you know, it, it, it's there for you. Like, the, the templates are there. Really, you just have to show up, you know, and, and Ella shows up, you know, you know, almost every day of the week and she puts in her hours, you know, she has a family and she gets targeted really hard and, you know, there's other issues involved and she puts in her hours and um, she's what keeps me motivated. She's what, she is the person that makes me think to myself, you know, what else can I do? We have someone else who's sacrificing everything that they have to sort of promote the cause. So the question is, what can you do? And for this letter writing campaign, Catherine Horton has made it really, really easy for you to participate. The templates are the, the templates are all there. You just have to show up, all right. Um, and and I encourage you, and I and I beg you um, to just 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 be there. Uh, the instructions are all there on our website, stop007.org, and uh, you know it's it's ultimately for your good. So even if you can just give it an, an hour. I mean, an hour of your time is to us is, is priceless, you know, as people who have very limited resources. And on behalf of Catherine and the community, uh, I thank you and I will join you. And um, I'm really excited to, to see where, where this goes. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate that. You know, and thanks to everybody who's uh, participating, contributing, and making it to these calls because uh, this is an activism call, and I know people here, are, you know, generally focused on that. So I really appreciate it. That means all of you and you too, you too, Dawn. Um, I know this is, you know, a great. People have emotional response. And we get it. I understand. Um, let's just try to remember the theme of this of this call. Okay, so guys, Derek's call will be starting. In a couple minutes here. So his phone number is 319-527-2701. Again, that's 319-527-2701. And the code is 248-671. 248-671. And again, thank you guys for coming. Um, have a pretty good week. I forget who the guests are. They're good. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, hopefully we'll see you guys then. Thank you, Ella. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.